You are now entering the prism. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking about the eight minutes that passed between last episode and this episode. We're going to get into it. All right, so as we right said it. last episode, uh, this episode will have fry. God Who? damn it! Uh, what? Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode will have been try the <laughs> Milano cookies with the cheddar cheese. No, we no, <laughs> they're gone. We said next week. Next recording. <laughs> next recording. We're yeah. still in. We're still in uh, same recording phase as last. Not episode. next week for you listeners, because let's be honest, we care about us. Next week for us. Right. Right. The case of Milano is gonna have to wait for another episode for me. We might do it on dread. We might either do it next recording or on dread. This is probably going to come out after that. I think so. I think it will. I'll try and put in a thing in the description for the next release. Yeah. Okay, if that's the case, then we'll go ahead and save the case of Milano for next week's recording. We won't do it for Dread. Yeah, probably a good idea. So, anyway. Um, let's see. So, I we didn't even get to it last episode. Before you guys got to the studio, I called... Or I sent... Or I called... For show notes, Eric, and then I sent something into show notes about something my dad told me, like a couple hours ago. I so, love how you're just like eating right into that shotgun mic. It's picking everything. And he's up not perfectly. saying that. He's not saying that sarcastically. It's hilarious because he the mouth sounds are gonna it. piss so many people off. It powers me. This fuels me for another week, dude. The last <laughs> episode, you're welcome, that I released. <laughs> Was when he came in with uh, Popeyes. Yes. Halfway through. <laughs> it was disgusting. I love all the gross mouth noises. I couldn't even make it, like, even if I tried, which I did, to just see if I could make it less irritating. There's no way. There isn't a way. It was so fucking gross. I'm imagining you snacking while editing the audio for this and like just losing your appetite and just no, like, I li- no. well, yes, like, but like I literally just laid on the couch as I was editing it, doing, you know, my fucking one handed tight, like fucking clicking and shit. Just going, this is disgusting. And I remember trying to like intentionally mitigate it like. Maybe I should eat a little farther away from the mic, yeah. but I guess it picks up so much that the microphone that matter. you fucking purchased, Eric's microphone listener, which we is took, so which we which we barred him from fuck. using until we all get the same microphone that in a sure fucking treated 7B, studio. Baby. Yeah, we he's been banned from bringing that microphone. Yeah, um, because <laughs> it captures everything except for what we want it to capture. Yeah, like it literally. I I spend most of my time like m- the majority of my time is just fucking flattening his noise gate because like the beeps and shit takes a half second three once eighths you're used of a to second it. to actually get in and correct like when i say like or or was i'm gonna bleep all those that's why i made short pauses uh when I say those things, like it takes about half a second to maybe a full second to actually put the bleep in, mute the audio and all that shit. But his fucking noise gate. There's so much care and attention to detail that needs to be paid to it. It's insane. Now listen, it's not just his mic though. It's him 
as well because he speaks quietly. So something I learned <laughs> is that the average decibels that he releases from his fucking butt mouth are negative four. <laughs> are negative. Hello. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm so sorry. Okay, you can give it. To <laughs> okay, hold Are you that eating thought. floor dough. Thank you. Hold that thought. I'm gonna have her try the, the queso, queso Milano, and we're queso, gonna get back yeah. to the story. Okay, okay, we'll pause it. Um, the secretary has enjoyed. Yeah, that's the last we're bridge, a second round. Okay, what, okay, we'll, we'll pause on that real quick. Would you prefer a famosa or a red stripe? They're about the same. Would you prefer? I I'll take whatever. Okay. All right, I'll give you a famosa then. <laughs> so, my wife slash receptionist slash receptionist enjoyed the experience. Mostly enjoyed. So we're gonna call so, it a win. And I'm gonna say the reason I say mostly is she didn't say anything negative about it. She said it was confusing. I asked her. I said, "Do you dislike it?" She said, "No." That's a win, boys. You got one. So saying, do you dislike it? And the answer is no. That's a zero. And anything addition to zero is positive. positive. Yeah, it's a net positive. So anyway, what were we, we were talking that's about? That's a win something. for us. What were we getting into right before this? That's an excellent question. Editing. Oh, yeah. Editing all of the subtle. Eric's voice. So, because he doesn't speak, he doesn't that's enunciate. What, that's what it is. So, so when I do the noise gate, basically a noise gate is like a filter that filters out any of anything, but anything until it gets past up, a certain up volume to a level, certain decibel, so or volume, right? So, like if I talk like this, I could set a noise gate to mute basically anything that's quieter than that. quieter than that. So, uh, the um program that I use, and I'm not going to name any names, uh, gives you, you can highlight a section of audio. Analyze it. Analyze it for an average decibel. And if you highlight, so for Eric's uh, track, for instance, what I do is I highlight a section of audio where he's not talking. I analyze it. And specifically where he's not talking in one of us, me mostly because I talk a little bit louder, uh, I highlight that section mm -hmm. and I get the average decibels of that section. And you cut that and I from cut his that feet. From his track right. in the audio gate. So anything up to that decibel, that peak decibel of the average, I mute it. The problem is, is how much of a shit do we do we lose because he is talking yeah, at that point? Yeah, he basically fucking whispers. <laughs> I've always so, been kind of a quiet. Yeah, we know, man. We've so, never projected. <laughs> never been one to really so, yell my voice. So his his audio sounds like. 
whenever he <laughs> chuckles or something because his his audio is he cocks so quiet so i have to over or undercompensate and leave some of my echo from my voice in if some of your bleed into his mic because it only goes to i if literally if my program went to the like thousandth of a decimal place I think you'd I'd be able to solve that problem. You drink that. It smells heinous already. Smells fine. Okay. Thank you. Listener, I opened up another Famosa, and it Wait. was not a good one. I'm going to take a whiff. Whiff oh, so I that. swallowed a very large air bubble, and my heart hurts. I hate that fucking feeling it's so the, much. I call it the Coke drink. So have you ever had those, like, giant not fries? Not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the smell. You ever had those, like, frozen steak uh. fries? <laughs> That you like throw inside of an oven, they're just like a thicker than normal fry. Yeah, almost like a home fry, I guess yeah. would be a better descriptor. I've never heard of a home fry, but I know what a steak fry is. Yeah. So, um, for some reason, anytime I eat those at faster than a snail's pace, I get a lump of just starchy potato mass in my throat that I cannot swallow. It just like, gets lodged halfway down my esophagus. Hmm. Not to where I'm choking. Like, I'm not physically choking, but I feel like it stop before it hits my stomach. And no, I'm not judging you, but you couldn't take this dick <laughs> <laughs> if you're choking on taters. You need to see a physician. I've never... Listen, I've never gotten that from food. You're a medical anomaly. Just phallus. What I just experienced, which is what I call the Coke drink, or the Coca-Cola drink, where you chug a freshly opened can, specifically can, of Coca-Cola. If you chug it, you will inevitably uh, get... A condensed like wall of carbonated of carbonation, bubble. like it's it's it. Take a Burn. fucking yeah, I fucking know exactly. Go, what you're go about. to the Dollar Tree and buy a little bo- bottle of bubbles and blow them. Like that fucking size of carbon, like bubble of carbonation, will condense in your esophagus and it'll move down. And it, it for a split second, you will feel like you are having a heart attack at fifteen years old. Yep. Yep. And every almost every time I drink Coke from a can. I get that. It's not Coke's fault. <laughs> I disagree. I think it, they overcarbonate it, their soft drink. It might be Coke's fault because I find it so delicious that I drink it too fast. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I don't really get that's the first time. I think that might be the first well, time I ever got it from anything you don't have other any self control. Like, like I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten that from anything other than Coca Cola, and I just got it from beer. Wow. Famosa. You get some props for that one. Well, I was at first trying to just down the whole thing, which I don't usually do. To avoid the punishment of tasting it. Now, and actually to, for specifics or whatever, I I don't usually drink Coca-Cola unless, like, for some reason, especially lately, if I'm drinking Coca-Cola, I'm... Or I've been in 105 degree weather for yep. at least four and a half hours. Yep. That's the only time you drink Coca-Cola? Yeah. On average. Other than that, uh. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. Yeah, that's one of the most refreshing things to experience in a in a really hot or hard work day. Like, no. when at, at the clown car factory at the plant. In, at a 
at a Christian conservative home, yes. But the most, ex- the best experience you can ever have in your life is to drink a, a fucking F five yeah. coupe. Not just a not a beer. Coupe a Edwards. fucking IPA, like a very hardcore IPA at nine hundred degrees fucking Fahrenheit, and you just finish mowing the lawn. And it better be a crisp thirty <laughs> degree. Are you beer. still outside? Yeah, yeah. you fucking this sounds terrible. No, no, no. No, I hate what the fuck? I hate IPAs. I hate the hoppiness. I hate the smell. I hate the let me, aftertaste. Let me let me let me, let me, let me I've had the nothing but positive experiences. The Coupe F5 beer specifically is my go-to concert beer. If people are moshing around me and I've experienced hyperthermia, I'm like 105 degrees internal core body hyper, temp. Hyper, not hypo. Yeah, yeah. hyperthermia. Yeah, that's what you said. A Coupe F5 is the only remedy for it. And I get much more intoxicated a fuck ton faster because it's like, what, 8%, 85 7.5. And then I run back into the pit as if nothing ever happened. <laughs> now, and if you've never tried Coop, which if you're out of Oklahoma, you may not have. Yeah. F5 by Coop Aleworks is, imagine a Sprite, like the crispness of a Sprite. But you take all the sweetness out of it. You take all the sweetness so, out no, of it? No, I take that back. You take... Tw- take 80 percent of the sweetness out okay and you yeah. substitute that 80 percent of sweetness with bitter hops Hop. <laughs> yeah it's all hops and you don't just drink that casually you drink it when you're cooking you're yeah. absolutely warm and hot i have never had a more refreshing experience than when i was outside yeah. in one of the hottest days of the summer <sighs> i think it was last year or the day before or the year before and i I was, I don't even remember what I was doing, but I was, it was like I just got out of the fucking bathtub. I was so wet. And I opened up a fucking Coupe F5, not a sponsor, by the way, and just downed it. And it was one of the most refreshing cans of liquid I've ever had. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's refreshing. If you feel like shit because of heat and exhaustion, that will reset you to a new baseline. What? I'm not fucking with you. It's such a hard reset. I'm dumbfounded. You will not experience this. Water. If if me and you well, go to dance, Gavin dance is good. But as far as like refreshment, refresh. Actually, no. Are yeah. You, are you telling me that it has at least the same effect as water? Yeah. No. 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 no like no, you no. down like a full ass bottle and no, half no, no, of water. No. 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 Not, not, no, no, no. Not health effects. Not yeah, health. Not, talking, not health effects. But I'm like talking about the cooling, feeling, the sense of feeling. being refreshed. <laughs> yes. The exactly the immediate sense of being refreshed. Yes, it is better than water. As far as that goes. Yeah. For your health, obviously not. Yeah. But yes, uh, it is one of the best, best things you can drink on a hot fucking mowing day. And the second best would probably a, probably be uh, Laguianas. I really did like Lagutinas quite a bit. That was really fucking good. You guys pull a fucking experiment on which beer is no, the best refresher I, on a hot day? Uh, the this is just life experience. The Laguintas IPA is like a... Uh, like a wa- uh, it's a more approachable IPA than yes, Coop, because Coop's a very aggressive flavor. It, well, not necessarily but, all of Coop. I'm talking about 
F5 specifically. Yeah, is more aggressive. The Laguintas is like a, I don't know, that sounded really racist the way I said it, but I feel like that's Lagunitas. how it's pronounced. Lagunitas, yes. I feel like uh, that is like a, it's almost like a fucking Tony Hawk version of a board, or a Tony Hawk skateboard versus <laughs> yes, that's a Bird House so, skateboard. So Coop F5 is Bam Margera. No. It's like very no, intense. No, 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 no. Coop is Birdhouse, which is. I want to talk about a skater. I want how, what skater is going to personify Coop F five versus what skater is going to personify Coop F five? Yeah, what skate Brian Sheckler, <laughs> the child. It doesn't matter how fucking five hundred years old he is now. He's the child skater. That's weird, but accurate. Yeah, um, Ryan. Sheckler, I don't know if that's representative of Coop. Maybe not F five. Um, but I'm talking about like comparisons as far as like Coop is Birdhouse, which is a professional skateboard, which I don't even know if it's manufactured anymore. And then, uh, and then like Lagunitas is like the is Hawk Tony Hawk's like the Hawk Walmart brand. Yes, which I had I had one of each before. I know the differences in there. <laughs> vast but one of them is good the other one is good enough did you just that sounded like a voice <laughs> the voice of an angel no well it smells like the ass of a camel <laughs> <laughs> i thought that like i didn't know what you were doing i thought you were about to leave for some reason <laughs> about to get in your closet literally, i literally heard a noise and i thought it was eric <laughs> chuckling for a second <laughs> but it didn't continue and i was like and then i saw a really rough like evil not not even evil sadistic like a rough sadistic grin on ben's face and i went he shit his pants <laughs> uh listener he couldn't be more accurate that's exactly what took place um what I also got out of that is that my laugh sounds like the shitting of pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my asshole whispers. No, much no, like no, 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 Eric. Your laugh smells or sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> your laugh smells like bean burritos. No, your laugh sounds like the voice of Ben's shitting pants. <laughs> Take from that what you will. I'm okay with that. So if we do go to a show, though. Um, one of our bigger venues, the Diamond, uh, has Coop F5. Wait, 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 wait. On, I don't know if it's on tap, but they keep it. Wait, 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 wait. Are what? You, are you saying that the Diamond is one of our biggest venues? In OKC? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the main ones in OKC. Yeah. Bigger, so you're not saying bigger no, in size? Not, not necessarily size, but I'm saying okay. like one of the more popular that venues. That made me depressed for a second because fucking the Diamond Ballroom, as great as the shows are there and cheap, it's a pretty fucking tiny venue. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but I'm saying like one of the ones that catch more of the popular groups gotcha. that go through gotcha, that gotcha. me and you would listen to. Uh, the next time they roll through that me and you go, go through there, I will furnish at least three of those F5s for you during the show so you can experience exactly what I'm talking about. Well, as luck would have it, I'm going to a show there in a couple weeks. So I might not be saying? there. Gojira. Ah, oh, damn. You mean Gojira? You can say Gojira. it right here, I Either guess. way. <laughs> it's still the same. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. They did a lot of shows with Killswitch. Who's opening and closing? 
Or is it I'm just sure, I'm sure the Gojira is the headliner. So yeah, Gojira is the hand, headliner. They're okay, going to be who's who? opening midding. Remember, it was supposed to be Animals of the Leaders, I think. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, but they dropped out. Animals so, is tell one of the me, openers yeah. for hey, Gojira. Uh, yeah. Eric, no. Yes. Eric, Eric, Eric. No fucking Eric. way. Eric! What? Can you please tell me in the most convincing voice that a day to remember is opening for them so I can laugh and feel good? <laughs> but they should be because they're an opener now. Because okay. they they suck penis, it, um, not so a gay way. In a they actually uh, in a non-talented way. To open? What no, not really. But they should be fucking opening. Um, I actually started like I could be wrong, but I think stuff. it was supposed to be <laughs> animals as leaders. Yeah, it says or... something about your fucking music taste when you started enjoying their stuff while you were when on it, a treadmill listening out. to "Rescue Me" by them and Marshmallow. Yes. Fuck you. That is one of their worst fucking songs. But okay, so at least admit this. It's not it's catchy. Pretty, it's pretty good. Nope. When you are the best pop band on a gym radio station, if you're the best pop song on a gym radio station, you're doing all right. You're you're literally the best of the worst. No. I, I and I'm, okay. say, I'm not saying that to be uh, to belittle them. To, no, I'm not even saying that to just be against you. I as a disagree. That song is horrible. The composition of that song is horrible, and I like a lot of Marshmallow's stuff. That song, even without them, it's set up bad. It sounds bad. They're the actual like patternization of lyrics is bad. Like the rhythm sucks. It's it's just not a good song. I don't know, man. Like, so painful. It's so hard to top Common Courtesy. Yeah, that was, Common Courtesy that is one like, of the best albums ever created by mankind. So, and it was their departure so from their last sound. It's and then because, they departed again and it fucking sucked a dick. It's because I don't have any you attachment to them. A that's why. From them. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, and that's the only reason why I appreciate where they're at now. And it's sad because the polar opposite's also true. Like one of my favorite bands um, was Bolt for My Valentine. Oh, dude, I love them. I saw and, them and live. I did too. Their newest stuff. Fun is... fact: that was the first time I got to see a titty in person. Nice. Was that a Bullet for My Valentine? That's the first time I touched a wet jeaned ass in person. <laughs> <laughs> see, Bullet makes dreams come true. Um, but Bullet for My Valentine's new sound. Yep. Doesn't have the same spark as the old sound for it's me. It's pop, and it's I... and it's still it's still. A, Competent, well-written music. The guitar work's still good. the The vocals are okay, but it's nothing that drives me. There's not. I don't. I don't have the same passion that I used to have. But that's because I felt so strongly what's about the, them in the what's past. What's the song that goes? Hand of blood. Yeah. Is that not prog rock? No. No. Prog rock kind is um is more like they incorporate different styles. Different genres into them. So yeah. fucking pirate metal is prog rock. Um, no, because that's very specific. Uh, to prog like, metal is gonna tend to have weird um, chord progressions, also weird time signatures. They're gonna change time signatures and tempos okay. in the middle of the song. Okay, um, genre bending. Okay, I, this is a serious question because there is a, a specific genre for the intro of Hand of Blood. What is it? Probably just metalcore. No. Yeah, I would just say metalcore. No. It's more sophisticated than that. 
Are you implying that metalcore is sophisticated? <laughs> metalcore can be Medi- pretty sophisticated. Metalcore has been boiled down to shit that comes out from a data remember and marshmallow. Absolutely no. Oh no. A data remember is pop punk. Don't confuse the two. Pop punk doesn't include screaming. Pop punk absolutely does. Pop punk, punk music at its core was screaming. So but yeah, pop punk has a blend of pop queens punk music and at its core was yelling, not screaming. Punk. Okay. Punk music comes from Ireland. Punk music, the epitome of punk music modernly, modern day, is... Uh, we can all talk uh, about Dropkick, dropkick Murphys, Murphys all day. Like, I get it. I know exactly where you're yeah, coming from. Which is yelling, not what screaming. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is that A Day to Remember more falls in the lines of yelling than screaming. And their guitar work well, is I mean, more Jeremy pop McKinnon punk. doesn't yell or scream he just whispers into the microphone harshly <laughs> because he's a pussy but uh not fired i hate his skinny ass kevin scaff is the only one that i really care about and that's just because i don't know his politics so you may not agree with the classification i just want it and i, I honestly remember do is know. pop punk I will agree with that, but I I will also disagree with my definition of pop punk, which my definition is synesthetic, so it's uh, incorrect because I'm autistic. Uh, oh. I'm holding true to that intro of Hand of Blood being metalcore. Yeah, that's that's quintessential metalcore. That's a solid riff. It's good. Okay, riff what's the difference up. between metal and metalcore? Metalcore tends to have more hardcore elements, so the more like chugga do 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 kind of like a mix between more rhythmic styling and they sprinkle in the melodic stuff and they also have a good blend between yeah. Cookie so Monster only style. specifically thinking of the first measure of that song when I talk about the intro? No, I'm looking at the entire composition. Because when I, okay, what I'm talking about is the harmonic or the, the harmony that they do So they go the from a of lot of song. rhythmic bass and they sprinkle in the melody in it. And in when the intro co- of Hand of Blood, there's, yeah. no, there's like no bass. I can literally play it for you right now. The guitar and the harmony guitar. Yeah. Okay. I don't hear what I hear is what I assume is the rhythm guitarist playing a harmony to the lead guitar. Lead guitars. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. That doesn't sound like bass to me. They're jumping between the the two bass notes. Okay. And then they sprinkle in the treble notes. No, 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 no. Okay. No, the bass notes on the guitar itself. Gotcha. Okay. So they're sprinkling in the rhythmic kind of bass chuggy style with the melodic portion. And then it becomes even more melodic when they incorporate the harmony of the rhythm guitar. So, so that is a that's an excellent textbook example yeah, of that's a textbook metalcore. metalcore right there. Yeah. Okay. So a prog- let me I don't think our listener is going to care about this conversation. No. This is pretty this is something that I care about. music conversation. This is something I care about. so in your in what I'm understanding is a good for me definition of progressive metal would be the equivalent of what a whole symphony plays in a concert into one song. So um, there's a progression of different noises, different sounds, and different qualities of that sound. So one, I, I say progressive. That's, that's, one, that's like one way to, ex- to explain it. So progressive, yeah. literally, they're what they're doing is they're pushing the boundaries of the current genre that they're right. Yeah, right. progressive rock. Yeah, progressive metal. Progressive mm-hmm. metal tends to be more aggressive. Progressive rock would be something like the guys who say Rush. Rush is a perfect I was example. Make a joke, but. Um, of prog and prog stuff also tends to have longer songs. Oh yeah. 
So this might not be <laughs> right, a right, very right. popular example, but realistically, Avenged Sevenfold with their longer like seven minute songs are a very good example of progressive metal. Um, yeah, we also that. have fucking Dream Theater and their songs Theater. tend to be very long. That's See, progressive rock, I guess, more so. So progressive. Another big. Because like I. Uh, protest the Hero. Protest the Hero is a big example. You should really listen to them. I think you'd really love them. So, but it, it's it's this music sound- that tends to take more effort. You have to actively listen. You have to dissect it to really appreciate what's going on. And that's where it turns a lot of listeners away. Okay. Is that you have to actually listen to it at a deeper level than your what's revenge, surface value. The Revenge Sevenfold analogy is, I understand what you're saying. I want to tell you what I see from Revenge Sevenfold. Uh, Kid Rock. Hold on. Please don't ever oh, say oh, Kid no, no, Rock no. and eventually <laughs> both in the on. same sentence. Wait till I say words. Uh, I'm scared of what's about to happen. This isn't about the quality. This is about the uh, the 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 style at which this the music comes out and the uh, like. So listen, I don't think I'm gonna like the sentence. Kid Rock is the country like Kid Rock is the Luke Bryan country as. In my opinion, in in what I and how I see things, mm-hmm. as Avenged Sevenfold is to metal, if that makes sense. So there's like a Kid Rock is obviously shit. I would say, and that's that not that doesn't Attila, say anything about Attila is probably a better example of I disagree. To metal. <laughs> I disagree. Um, what Kid Rock is to rock, old Attila maybe, or not, not old Attila, which is Attila, not new Attila since. Chris Franzak released released the Franzilla album, and they changed how they fucking do shit. And he's a fucking baller and all that bull fuck. Uh, original Attila obviously is mostly comedy, but the genre of music musically is a stereotype of hardcore metal. It's a satire of hardcore metal. It's a satire of black metal. Bro job is a satire of hardcore metal. I'm not saying that what they're doing is talent. I don't I'm not comparing to them like fucking curb your enthusiasm. Fucking psycho stick is a satire of Psycho Stick is a satire of punk. Okay. That's that's probably pretty accurate, yeah. What I, I'm just I'm just telling because I don't have I'm not a fucking I don't listen to fucking music. the more hardcore stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. well, I, I don't understand genres. I like what I like. Like I'll listen to fucking Louis Capaldi, MGK, and then fucking uh, Gorgoroth. There's nothing wrong with in how the same you listen to music. Seven and a half minutes. So so like, and don't, I don't enjoy don't all think, of them the exact same way. Like I'm not so like. There's I, nothing. More demeaning about your music taste versus ours. Right. I, what I'm so saying is my understanding of, of genres doesn't. I don't have words for what I think. Genres that have sense. almost become a joke at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Pop Especially is the in genre, and everything is in. Uh, pop is the umbrella, and everything underneath it is the, the subset that holds the that holds the umbrella fucking up. I mean, yeah. Okay. Listen to fucking yeah. "Rescue Me" by A Day to Remember and Marshmallow. But like, uh, something like Holy Diver, which is a cover, and we talked about this last episode, it is a cover mm-hmm. of something. So it already has its taste in the original track, right? Yeah, it already there has a, a genre before you even a touch it. There's a feeling 
that already came out from Dio, which is a 80s, right? Yeah, that would be classified as heavy metal. Yes. Now, from the 80s to now, obviously, the word metal has changed. It means it's it's something entirely different. I think today's standard... Okay, so back then, you had hard, heavy acts like ACDC, Black Sabbath. Hair metal. And then then hair metal, which is a different thing (laughs) as well. All of those things were just literally Flock just extreme Eagles. rock, and that was the most extreme that they'd <laughs> come out bon with at that Jovi point in time. Was extreme rock, yeah. So metal is literally a genre of extremes. Yes. Um. So it's not representative of so, what metal was back in the day, but define, you can't strip the previous title of metal from those groups. Can we? Let's let's get away from the conversation we were having because this is something that I just need to dwell on and meditate on maybe to figure out my own opinions. I have an idea. Can we create a new name for metal? New subgenre? No, not a subgenre. That's what's fucking ruined this shit. Yeah, it's become so granular. That's what created the word metal is fucking subgenres. Yeah. So listen, 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 listen. Let Let me speak my piece real quick. We have pop country and rock and roll mm-hmm. now in pop we have jazz r&b rap and like uh all the stuff that floats Bro between country. no that's in country <laughs> no it's not in cu- listen in country oh, we not. have listen listen in country <laughs> we have blues which is the equivalent the country equivalent to pop jazz which okay. i had sent, said before we have blues Fucking Hank Jr., fucking Hank himself, fucking bro country, that stuff, right? And then rock and roll, we have butt rock. We have Nickelback, which is butt rock. We have... Um, um, I'm going to say it, guys. Nickelback isn't profound with their songwriting, but I could casually listen to them with no yeah, problems. Yeah. People it, get so mad. Nickelback was my first concert ever. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, there's nothing, listen, listen, there's nothing listen, great listen, about listen, it, but there's nothing listen, wrong listen, with it. I still kind of like them, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's fine. They also have throwback. metal. Yeah. Metal is a different genre than rock and roll. Yeah, it's oh, become just, so separated. Just because your music involves an electric guitar does not mean that it's rock. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Can we set a new precedent that metal, and we need to come up with a better word, a new word that's never been used for that genre so that we don't, so nobody gets confused anymore. That metal is a different genre. Can we agree to that? Metal's not rock and roll. Rock and roll is a Bon Jovi or a Def Leppard fucking ballad. Like Me- fucking rock and Chuck roll. Berry. Yeah, rock and Domino roll. Domino Fats. Like that's a different group. Stevie Rock Ray and Bond. roll is fucking love yeah. the elevator. Er- fucking Aerosmith. Eric Clapton. Yeah, exactly. That's rock and roll. That's rock and roll. And I'm okay with that. There's yeah. that's not demeaning I like when I say that. Still. Exactly. When I say that, that that's rock and roll, that's not an insult. But it's a very stark difference between that and then when I listen to <laughs> fucking of my Cannibal men. Corpse. Yeah, these are very different genres. Cannibal Corpse is not rock and roll. When you say that both um, of Mice and Men or Shell and Black Sabbath are metal, and you listen to them back to back, 
you would call me a liar. Like if an alien had just dropped down and was trying to study our culture, and I told, I said, hey, this is metal, and this is metal, and you, they were played back to back, he would slap me across the face with his four-fingered hand and then yell at me in a language I couldn't understand, but I felt at my core. Um, because it's true. The, the term metal is not representative of both those genres. That's part of the reason why we run into the problem we do with so many sub-genres. And I think it is time for us to come up with a different term. Okay. I'm going to go around the room as an experiment. I'm going to say a word and you have, you get to say, each of us get to say two bands that represent the word that I'm going to say. The word is obviously rock. Ben. Okay. You get two bands. When, so what are the first me, two bands you think of? The first two that I think of for just rock, um, they're probably more classified as hard rock, but it's going to be Three Days Grace. Okay. And the other one's going to be... Um, Blake and Benjamin. Yep. To me, that's rock. I would classify those as in the metal, in the new metal genre. They're that close I'm, to metal, but see, that's, that's what my I'm rock. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, since we're, let's start over. I'm talking about if we're going to differentiate metal from rock. Completely. I think that's still in rock. Okay. I think that, that I would, music's I still would, in rock. Yeah, I would say that if you're bald <laughs> with uh, guy liner and you talk about killing yourself in your music... That could be Smashing Pumpkins, so that's not exactly accurate. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I think that Smashing Pumpkins is a clear example of rock. I'm, I don't it's even. Not, I can't if, even think of a fucking Smashing say, Pumpkins song. Like you have soft rock and you have hard rock. Is there like a flaccid rock? There's like a semi chub rock. <laughs> this could, is the fucking. Pro- okay, let's finish the thing. Let's finish the experiment. Eric, what do you say? What is rock? What two bands are your rock? I say like Seether. That's a yeah. That's fucking, a really good example. Perfect. Yeah. I was gonna say something. That's fucking perfect, perfect. though. And then maybe and like three doors down. Yeah. Yep. Fucking spot you on. Named the Saving Abel. Yeah. Perfect butt rock yeah. bands that perfect. I enjoy. Yeah, that's that good. That is the perfect example of rock and roll. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say rock and roll. Okay. That's just, it stops at rock. Rock. There you go. Rock. My, the two bands I was gonna say is Pink Floyd and ACDC to be a little controversial. So that to me is more classic rock. Um, well, classic rock is a genre or is a subgenre of, of rock. rock. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was getting at. Mm-hmm. The problem is, eventually, our rock becomes the classic rock, and then now it's no longer representative of the genre that it once was. Is is Bat Country by Avenged Sevenfold rock or is it metal? Um, I would s- broadly is it in the broad spectrum of rock slash rock and roll or is it has metal. a lot of cleans. I would say metal. Yeah, it, it spills into metal because there's, there are too many extreme examples. They they take their instrumentation a little further than, than most of the other bands, and then the delivery is not as sonically pleasing, vocal-wise, um, to, to a broad range of people. So how about this? Take Leonard Skinner, which is Southern rock and roll. Sick as fuck. I fucking love Skinner. Can we all agree that Skinner is Southern, Southern rock? rock? Absolutely, yeah. through and through. Take... Leonard Skinnerd and Metallica, they have a baby. Southern metal. Yeah. Is that not bad country? No. I, I, okay. I understand. Okay. I understand the vocal twang that you're talking that's about. That's not what I'm getting at. These eyes won't see the same. I mean, that's part of what I'm getting at, but that's not the whole picture. Compare Avenged Sevenfold 
to um trying to think of a compare Avenged Sevenfold to any fucking Norwegian black metal band. And that's a different yeah, that's black that's Dan Knight. Is Avenged Sevenfold not the most southern fucking metal band if those are your two options? Between those two options, yeah, but that's like saying that we're not thinking pitch black from our versus opinion, a nightlight. But we're not talking about one of them's day and one's night. We're talking about in generalities. If you're gonna back off to that degree, then I, I still can't say that Avenged Sevenfold is 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 rock. It's probably the most blood rock of metal. I think we could agree with that because it's had more radio play. It's more familiar. But even then, like you look at the the musicianship and the vocal delivery, should, and it's still should not. We, should we use eugenics in music? <laughs> no, that's never the answer. <laughs> to get I think rid of we get, butt rack, we we're in an uncomfortable spot because there's no clear answer. People have tried that's what to I'm getting, like people I mean, have tried to delineate each one of the band's sounds because they are very different from each other. You know, and and like I said before, two different bands that are classified under metal can com- sound completely different from each other. Um, but then we get into the subgenre salad that we have now, mm-hmm. like the post-hardcore. Um, God, I fucking hate the word the, fucking uh, post. The fucking new metal gaze, new metal versus the fucking pop punk, like all these things that are technically under the metal umbrella that don't sound anything like if, each other. We don't death have a can death metal. Okay, yeah, Here's, exactly. Let me, for the listeners who may have stopped listening at this point. To understand what we're talking about when we're trying to describe metal, listen to the Pop Goes Punk albums. Pop Goes Punk is a series of albums where these metal bands do covers of popular songs. Every single fucking song that they that is on those albums is a different genre of motherfucking music. And they're all classified on those albums as punk Is that not fucked up? Is a day to remember the same as fucking Mayday Parade? No! (laughs) Fucking no! Mayday Parade is a sad Blink-182 with fucking better riffs. I have to hear their cover of it. I don't really consider day to remember metal anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're not neither on those albums. They're considered punk. Yeah. Neither of those are fucking punk. But then again, like, no, I would consider. Uh, Some forty one is modern punk in yeah, my definition, if that makes sense. Fat lip by Some forty one. Memphis Mayfire also did a. Pop goes punk. Memphis Manfire is metal. Yeah, and they're or, metal. They're metalcore. Yeah, metalcore. That's what I was just gonna say. Memphis. If somebody said metalcore, the first band that I would mention is Memphis Mayfire. Because I don't like their songs, but I love what they're about. And the, I, there's like one song that I love from them. I can't remember what it's called. But like they're metalcore. Like that. I don't even know what fucking metalcore even means. And anytime somebody says metalcore, I think of Memphis Mayfire first. They're not yeah. punk. They're, punk no. isn't even in the word. Punk goes pop. What? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. They're, you can't they're not have, a punk fan. You can't have Upon a Burning Body doing Turn Down for What and then fucking uh, 
made a parade doing uh, a fucking Jason Derulo song on an album that's labeling both of them as punk. Neither of those fucking bands are punk. I don't know what Mayday Parade is. I enjoy a lot of their songs. They're not punk. They're not metal. They're mostly... and I wouldn't even call them emo. I would call them emotional, sad, long-haired boy music, which I enjoy quite a bit. But I'm just trying to delineate here. They're not punk. Punk is some 41, and pop punk is OG Blink-182. Yeah, but I think that's also inclusive to be able to say Fall Out Boy. <laughs> that would be that's, yes, pop punk. Yeah, yeah, that might be new pop punk. Yeah, that's better. That's a that's good probably way to a better say it. Yeah. delineation. And honestly, the lead singer of fucking Fall Out Boy is amazing. I think the only way. Oh, um, the only way to Patrick Stump, by the way, that's his name. Yeah. The only way to really cleanly separate these is to go by years, by year range. Because even as the sound evolves, yeah, in one band they can change their sound almost entirely. And I think a, a date remembers a really go good by example. Just straight pop, because Nicki Minaj and Cardi B are the same person. Change my mind. I can't because that would be a lie. They I don't have participate to create the exact same deceit. music. I do get them confused sometimes. Yeah, I could look at a picture of one of them and be totally convinced easily that it's the other. He's black. Also, he's saying that he's black, so he's not being racist. Don't at me or him. He doesn't have a Twitter. Don't at me. Saying I don't participate in popular rap music to the degree that I'd be able to t- tell you to a part. We were talking about looks, and they're both black. I just wanted to, to make sure that the listeners knew that we weren't being racist. They just look the same. They have the same demographic that they're targeting. If you were to play a song they from one the of them, I appearance. would kind of struggle to figure out which one. Exactly. Well, to be honest, if you were to play a Nicki Minaj song versus a Cardi B song, I'd probably be able to pick out the Nicki Minaj song because I had I think to... Nicki would be a little bit more whiny, maybe. No, because I had to listen to B-104 on the school bus every day for 10 years. So, And Cardi B didn't exist while I was in school. Okay, which so one did Nicki was pussy? woven into your upbringing. Mm-hmm. Jump in the hoopty hoopty hoop. I, I that own means. that. You I own didn't pay my rent this month. I owe that. Okay. Nikki Minjaj. That's really strong lyric writing. It's really custom like core. They can align with that. I identify with that. Owing rent? Fuck you. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't known that in quite some time now. Feels good. Feels good being able to stack back money. Feels right. So, anyway. I'm dumb talking about genres. Pretty sure the listener is done hearing about genres. Did you want to talk about your dad? Yeah, what about your that story about your dad and us? Yeah, but that's a weird segue now. I don't care. Okay. So before you guys got over here, I was talking to my dad. And he goes, did I tell you about that Airbnb experience that I had? He goes, no. Or I said no because I don't remember this. A couple of months ago, before my parents moved down here, they went on a vacation. They went to Nashville to see a concert. And they got an Airbnb for a pretty good price. In Imagine Nichols Hills, but not in Oklahoma, so better. So, like, just a really nice uppity, not mansions, but, like, 
nicer homes. Mm-hmm. They have a Trader Joe's. Imagine that town. He said that's where they were basically staying. And uh, they got a good raid. It was just for a couple nights. And the guy who owned the place uh, apparently was an engineer for a... Like Boeing or something? A Japanese car company whose CEO just no. got... Uh, a couple, like got, last year, the year before. Got saved away to a, com- or a country that doesn't do ex- extradition? Yeah, it rhymes with... Lebanon? No, the company ca- rhymes with... Busan? That's not a rhyme. It rhymes with... Kisan. <laughs> Uh, he was an engineer for that company. He's just an engi- a, okay, yeah, yeah. And just as an added bonus, part of the reason my dad doesn't trust Kisan. So, uh, this story is. So, uh, they stay the first night, and they would get up in the morning, and they're about to go into Nashville and do some sightseeing, and the guy's like, well, why don't I just drive you? Uh, you mm. don't have to pay for parking or anything. Just let me know when you guys want to, like, when you guys decide you want to the, decide the time you want to come back. Just let me know and I'll be there to come pick you up. Dad's like, I don't want to do you like that. That's that's screwed up. Like, but he kept insisting. He's like, that's totally, it's totally fine. Consider it part of your stay. All that stuff. So anyway, <laughs> they get back. From sightseeing in Nashville, they're at this guy's house. A like it's like a seven bedroom, eight bathroom house. Pretty nice. Like it's a nice house, but they can hear yelling in a different language than English at two a.m. from some woman who didn't live there because there was only one guy living there, and it was the guy they were renting the Airbnb from, <coughs> yelling at this guy. Yelling, they're yelling back and forth in some language that he didn't know i asked him my dad doesn't really understand he didn't even remember like the the dialect the dialect or the accent or even the stereotype what it sounded like (laughs) specifically he just knew it wasn't english so and then as they're yelling my mother gets a text from the guy hey i'm gonna have to charge you for like the the ride the ride back and forth and so my mom texts back, like, we didn't agree to that. Like, you had said you insisted and all this stuff. And they hear yelling again, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And also, I'm going to have to up the Airbnb charge. It's going to be, because I guess I undercharged you and all this stuff. Which, according to the terms of service, and he's like, you can just PayPal me if you want. And according to the terms of service, I believe in Airbnb, it is against their terms of service to do a price hike mid-stay. No, to do any, any, any business between, uh, what's the word, tenant and tenure outside of AB, Airbnb. Right. Outside of the app. It's against the terms of service. You can lose, you can both get banned mm-hmm. and you can both actually get sued. Because you agreed to something. 
Mm-hmm. You have to sign a document. You're using that third-party service, and all the financial transactions need to play, take place through that yes. third-party service. As far as I'm aware, because I've used Airbnb, as far as I'm aware and can remember, and I may be wrong, but that is the deal that you enter mm-hmm. into when you do Airbnb. So uh, my dad's like, no, and they just left and went home. Midstay? To Wisconsin from Nashville. Midstay. Midstay at two in the morning. They went back they to Wisconsin. Their stay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Your dad is a fucking man. I know. He just handled that. He's like, okay. Um, but like, no. I, I wanted. My dad completely absolves himself from speculation in all situations. So we're talking on the phone. I'm like, what was, I mean, maybe he, was he speaking English? Like, what was he saying? What the fuck was going on? Who was yelling? Was this a mob fucking situation? Like, what? <laughs> my dad's like, I don't know. We just fucking know, laughed. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Any person in that situation would Batman the fuck out of that. <laughs> Do like Google Translate on their phone to catch like remnants of the conversation or at least identify the language? They just <laughs> he doesn't want to participate in those shenanigans. I respect yeah. that. That was the right move. It was a chat. He just up and left. Exactly. Dips. That is the definition of fucking Chad. Yeah. he's. I'm not dealing with this. He, Fuck you. He handled that immaculately. He gets nothing but points in this situation. I was so, like, mad. It's I was a like, letdown story-wise, for sure. I would go down and beat up both of them. Like, I, <laughs> I'm trying to fucking sleep. I paid for this stay. Yeah. Like, and then I'd rip them a new one on fucking Facebook. Like, I'd build... On the hotel equivalent of Yelp. Yeah, like, I'd fucking build an audience on fucking YouTube or Twitch or whatever. Just to tear and down and fucking degrade let, that family. And then just fucking let go of my fucking anger at this one fucking person. I would ruin Kisan. <laughs> if, I mean, as far, as much as I possibly could with how much they're already fucking ruined. But, like... And he's just like, yeah, so we just went home. It's like, dude, you're a better man than me. <laughs> so didn't even pay, like, the original agreed-upon price. No, they paid the original agreed-upon price, and they left. But they didn't finish their stay. And they paid up to what they stayed for. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you could cut it off like that. That's badass. Well, I don't know exactly what happened. They paid <laughs> okay, what it's they speculation agreed at this point. or whatever, but okay. they didn't pay anything extra over fucking PayPal like this fucking criminal wanted. <laughs> Good. Also, 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 there was a for sale sign out front of the house they stayed in. That's sketchy. Mm-hmm. So my dad, when they first pulled up, was like, this might be... Uh, the wrong I, address or something? No, he just assumed, like, maybe this is... They're selling the house, and this is the last Airbnb, like, appointment that they had or something. Right. But now he's like, mm, something fucked up was going on. <laughs> but yeah, my dad's a Chad. So, next in the docket, why haven't any of the Wiggles been canceled? For sexual harassment or misconduct, because they I saw that in the in the group chat. Did see that? That's our group show notes. Um, because they haven't done anything wrong yet. That was they recorded. Just look weird. Yeah, be, looking weird is not a crime. Yeah. Otherwise, half of America would be indicted. Um, look, they so just we're sing fine kids there. songs. They don't touch kids. Look, also, how, as far as we know, this is an excellent transition to the next thing on the fucking group chat. 
how was the booba show a thing they're literally foreskin monsters booba booba imagine teletubbies like have the concept of the teletubbies in your head add a lot of fucking fur on them well they are and then their head is now shaped like a penis and their necks act as foreskin that would be the hood for the penis I do yeah, have a hook. I, I, I'm pulling it up right now. Here you go. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so you see that neck skin? That is yeah, like I see the neck there. skin. Yeah. So, okay. Here's. Do you remember watching Mr. Rogers at all? Barely. Barely remember Mr. Rogers. I didn't, I didn't I watch him as a kid. I just being wholesome as fuck, and that was... I'm trying to think of something that did this. Uh, Sesame Street did, like... There would be like you know the like the Sesame Street Muppets or whatever that would like they would do their thing, but in the middle of each episode of whatever you're watching on PBS, there would be at some point one of the characters on the show that you're watching would be talking to a real life person who like one thing I remember in Mister Rogers is he was talking to a guy who invented or was trying to build an electric car. So and it was literally I mean it was fucking dune buggy with like six 12 volt batteries on it. But mm-hmm. like and they walked around this guy's property and they tried it out, but it was a really calm grainy video of Mr. Rogers talking to this guy. Do you do you remember something like that? Nothing like, of that. Really okay, have you ever seen How It's Made or Modern Marvels? Yes. Have you ever seen How It's Made or Modern Marvels? Have you ever seen the Hugbees videos? Nope. God, dude, you're <laughs> missing on a gold. Just Have the regular how it's made is amazing. Thing at all? Do you know what Discovery Channel is? Period. Yes. You know what fucking MythBusters is? Yes. So you've seen it. You just you I didn't really it from watch your brain. Mythbu- MythBusters either, but I know who they are. Ha! Ha! Jamie Heineman is my mother. That's great. And he's on to your story now. <laughs> basically, <Ha>! basically, <laughs> Booba was. Clips of those foreskin monsters dancing <laughs> intercut with weird how it's made videos. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's Did so you ever accurate. watch Cyber Chase on PBS? Like Scooby Doo <laughs> Cyber Chase? No no no, 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 no. The show called Cyber no. Chase, you They're fucking like computer invalid. programs that were. They weren't. They weren't? Okay. Only Motherboard and the Bad Guy were, you fucking Sorry. cunt. Sorry. <laughs> I my mother was a teacher, and so she had to you know work after Nerd. after I got off uh, after I got out of school. So Nerd. Of- listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Once I was done in elementary school, I gotta fucking bleep that. Thanks. Uh, when I was in elementary school, every day or a lot of the days. Uh, I was done with school at like whatever 322 or whatever it was and uh, I'd just go to my mom's classroom and just watch whatever like we'd roll in one of the TVs she'd do lesson plans and shit and I'd just watch whatever's on public access and it was usually the only thing we could get was PBS so yeah Cyber Chase did you ever watch that? Mm-mm. do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. okay it, have you ever seen Phineas and Ferb? yes Imagine that drawing style for one character and the rest of them regular 2D animation style. So human shaped. And then one of them is green. <laughs> and he's up. the bad guy. <laughs> okay. It's base that's Cyber Chase. 
Why did we even bring that up? At the end of cyber, every episode of Cyber Chase, they did the whole thing that I was just talking about. This black girl. I, the, I just I don't even remember real her life name. Space. Uh, she yeah she'd interview somebody right after the credits. She'd interview somebody who did something like Mister Roger did with the electric car guy. Okay, I gotcha. Okay. It's us trying to just say an example of something that he might have seen. I, what was have, the, uh, the do you documentary watching? that came out about Dr. or Mr. Rogers? It wasn't a documentary. It was a... It was a Tom Hanks retelling was, story. It was, it was a biopic, and he was played by a pedophile. <laughs> Thomason Hanks. No. Thomson Hanks, yeah. No, not that. The one that just recently came out like a couple That's years ago. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was like the real Mr. Rogers. It was like showing old clips of him. That's the one we're talking about. That's the one that Tom Hanks participated in. Played Mr. Rogers. Um, No, I don't believe Tom Hanks is a pedophile. It was a joke. um, Listener, I'm disappointed in you that you'd even think that that's serious for a heartbeat. You should know our tone by now. This is on you. Well, anyways, I was in college. No, I'm just kidding. We watched that clips of that movie and as like a I don't know like a study I guess talking about the religious aspects I went to a religious college and nice um, and one of my one of my good friends call him Chester I was sitting next to him watching the Was it Chester movie. Benningfield? Sure. Or Bennington? If what the fuck is wrong That'll with make you me. feel better. Creating a new human being. <laughs> a new lord. His name was Chester Benningfield. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting next to him and we were watching it. He sang for An- Abraham yeah. Park. <laughs> no. Abraham Washington Station. Park. <laughs> he sang for Washington Monument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's saying for fucking Jefferson Reserve. <laughs> I have connections. <laughs> but the F's are PH's. <laughs> of course, yeah. There was this scene where he's like singing with this kid, and this kid has like Down cere- syndrome? Yeah, or like cerebral palsy or something like that. You know? Ooh. Is he in he's a wheelchair? Like, yes. I've seen. I've seen that episode. I know what you're talking about. He's on. He's the, right outside. Let's just say like, the right kid- off of the porch. I don't know. Let's just say the kid, like, doesn't speak very well. You know, kind of has, like, a little bit of an impediment okay. going on. I'm so he's, he's singing, and it's not like, you know... I'm trying to make comedy out of this, and I'm having... I'm struggling. I'm going to be honest yeah, with you. I'm like, scared. My, my friend Chester <laughs> was, like, dying laughing. And like meanwhile, in the middle of class? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> and I'm sitting next to him, and I'm just like... Dude, stop. Stop it. Stop it. And I'm, it's like making me laugh. And now the both of us are just cracking up laughing. So at he's this laughing kid. at the film, and you're laughing at the absurdity of him finding enjoyment out of it. And also a little bit at the film. <laughs> I appreciate you being honest. I'm not, yeah, I'm, yeah like, I'll, I'll up, be honest. It was kind of funny. to being a piece of shit. And the fact that he was laughing really hard at it was amplifying it. And the two of us were just laughing uncontrollably. And that. We got him, guys. That's our confession. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to be canceled. Dude, in kindergarten, we had uh, nap time. 
No shit. Lucky. Obviously. I mean, but every day. Wisconsin kindergarten is more advanced than ours. Is that what you're yeah, trying to get? Yeah. Honestly, actually, in our school in kindergarten at the time that I went, uh, you could go for half a day. Hold that. <laughs> I don't know if this second. is a joke it's, or not. It's not a joke, but hold that thought for a second. That's normal. I missed it. That was cute. I'll I'm scale it up. That smells like cheddar cheese and farts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, Oklahoma schools also participate in the nap time. So we had nap time, but during nap time, we'd have these mats and we'd lay down on them. And then the teacher, I won't name names, but she is my fairy godmother. Uh, the teacher would, at least in my class, would put on an episode of Mr. Rogers. 180 days, which is a school year, of Mr. Rogers. In every episode, I would lay on my stomach. Or every oh, episode. No. That sounds weird. Every day during nap time, I would lay on my stomach and just play with my penis. <laughs> like a right. weird, like, slow rocking or something. Well, watching Mr. Rogers? No, like, I'd do the fucking scared turtle routine with my penis. I'd just poke it in, let it out, poke it in, let it out, because I'm a fucking five-year-old. And now every time someone says, hello, neighbor, <laughs> his, penis like activates, response. his penis activates like a sleeper agent. Just, no, oh. it's just one of, like, that's, I mean, nothing weird necessarily that I know of. That's has, pretty weird, dude. That's really no, weird. Like, no repercussions is okay. as far as like okay, like there was no like there was scarring. No, yeah, but like it's funny because like you mentioned the the kid, and I'm like, I was playing. Did this, Eric? You did this. That's not his fault. You did this. I was like, last, like I wanted to say, last time I saw that kid, I was playing with myself. <laughs> That's fair. You had to have a lead into that because there's no way it would be received well. I know, but like, because I, I know what episode you're talking about. But like, so <clears throat> getting into that, Mister Rogers, like by the end of the year, as we were watching the series, by the end of the year, we were watching episodes where Mister Rogers was in a wheelchair. What? Yeah, I didn't remember any. Toward of that. the end of the series, he was dying, <coughs> and he was I in a wheelchair. And my teacher, I was like, "Why is he in a wheelchair?" And she goes, "Well, actually, he's dead now." <laughs> wow, she's was, ripped that bandaid off. Well, I don't know if she said it exactly like that, but I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Like, I was convinced this shit was live. <laughs> and she just fucking Pop ripped that the bandaid off of my fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> she fucking put wax on the most tender part of my body. And ripped it off. And with ripped it abandon. off and then put a lighter to it. Like, it was <laughs> so sad. God bless. Kind of reminds me of the first time I saw a... Uh... Is this PC? Are we gonna get canceled no. for this story? <laughs> hey, about uh, do we need to jump away from this story? Are we talking about little people or yes? yes. The first time I saw I one, all that. I, was, I was okay. Look, in my defense, I was super young. Eric, I was do like, we need to pause for like a second so that he knows that we might need to glaze over this. This, I mean, I listen. Is to. there a chance? <laughs> No, I'll if I need to glaze over it, you'll well, catch I'll glaze it. over it. Yeah, okay. Fine. Unless I fall asleep, then I'll catch I was it like, next week. <laughs> okay, I was like four. Okay, did um, you ejaculate to a 
at four years old. <laughs> See, that's oh, yeah. worse than anything I'm about to say. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so the first time that I, that I encountered one, I was at the, like, Walmart with my dad. He was the cashier. And... The, the little person was the cashier? Yes. Okay, I thought your dad was the cashier for they, a second. How do they scan your shit? I don't remember. I was Are they four. on like a stool or something? Because I remember Maybe. being that... Listen, I remember being that short and my mom having to lift me up to be able to put the things on the conveyor belt. So how did the cash your stuff? Little person doing... <laughs> it's actually not that. Fuck. What well, is it now? Whatever one... Whatever they decided Please is, don't cancel me! Whatever it is, Whatever they decided is by the time we release this shit. I don't keep up with it. The I'm little sorry. fuckers. We're gonna get canceled ten years from now anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways... He was the we'll cashier. Jits. And the first time... That was the first time I encountered one. And I was there with my dad. And I... I stop and squeeze and I go, his hand. You look at him, he's like, Dad? Yeah, pretty much. I was like, Dad, Dad, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's happening? I don't understand. Why did God squeeze this man? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's my size with a beard. <laughs> That's so funny. And I was, I, I, legitimately, I was scared. I'd never encountered. Yeah, it's this before. different. It's it new. a different experience for me. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. My dad was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll explain <laughs> later. The parents, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, is, this leads into something interesting that I've been thinking about. I cannot think of, this may be because I have a bad memory, but I cannot think of a situation from my undeveloped brained childhood where I had a prejudiced thought. Oh, I yeesh, I did. More than one. Self-awareness is a hell of a now, thing. Now, this isn't me saying, well, my best friend's black or whatever, but I was the best man at a black guy's wedding. Russ, you were the ring bearer, not the best man. At three or four years old. Like, and I didn't even know he was black until like a few years ago. Like those types of things. Like I never saw him as a black guy. You saw, thought he was just a dude. He was just a person. And I'm trying to figure out why at that point I didn't see him as different. Because that's the most influential time. Y you would think that like hmm. I saw somebody whose skin color was different than yeah, you start everybody, to observe everything that I knew. Hmm. I would go, what's wrong or what's going on and why and all this stuff, all those questions. I don't remember ever having those questions. That lends a lot of credence to the theory that a lot of that stuff is learned. Yeah. Which is really scary. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about things they don't understand, and it's hard to fault them for that. Yeah. But when your parents tell you that a certain group is bad or weird or different or less than... And you have that Until now you have it came to, unlearn. to this guy that I went to church with who was in a wheelchair who uh couldn't use his hands legs his legs were the size of uh he's a quad neither he wasn't quad or ped para para whatever the fuck man he couldn't use his hands or legs he could i mean he could kind of use his hand he could use his for his elbows and his shoulders but his hands but the motor move. skills beyond that weren't yeah so he had a joystick on his chair and uh he talked um 
through like a machine or through one of like those throat not stimulators? through something other than his vocal cords i'm trying to think of a delicate way to put it the speech Talk that differently i don't want to say you already did about the kid <laughs> yeah but i knew this guy <laughs> You cared about this person. <laughs> yeah, he was a person at this point. He wasn't just like as a, far as I know. So this guy was a person to you. He meant something. Yeah, I helped my mom take care of him. But uh, what I'm saying is, this guy was. Uh, he was the first special needs person you've run across. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Like everything about him was different. White guy, but everything else, I guess, was different than me. Right. right. That was the first time I went, something's fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like the alarm started going off. <laughs> when I had to help my mother get him from his wheelchair to his bed. Or like, because we, we'd go over to his apartment like once every couple of weeks and watch fucking Judge Judy and then Fear Factor. Hell yeah, that's a killer combo. <laughs> like, I, <would> love yeah. <laughs> I remember specifically watching Fear like Factor certain with cases this dude. and certain challenges. Yeah. It was like the cockroach episode yeah, or the fucking tightrope episode. There's absolutely no way my mom at that point would have let me watch Fear Factor. Had it been in any other circumstance? Except we were at this house. And I see as, and I will bleep it, as delicately as possible. Just put special needs. He didn't list. need anything, though. He needed help to his bed from no. his wheelchair. That's the only thing. He could drive his own vehicle. What? Yeah. That's You're amazing. fucking hand controls, dude? Never. He had a camper van. All right, I got to squeeze out a tinkle. Sick as fuck. Yeah, he had a camper van that had hand controls. The pedals didn't even fucking work. My mom had to learn how to drive that thing when we drove him around. That is badass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't uh, fucking okay. need anything. There was nothing special needs about him. He had issues. Like, that's what I want. Like, that's something. Maybe you canceled for this, and that sucks for you and Eric because you're part of this caravan but uh like there was nothing special needs about him other than he needed help getting from his bed to his fucking or from his wheelchair to his bed and he probably could have done that on his own by just kind of lopping himself like he was sufficient he just couldn't speak english very well he couldn't speak anything very well like it was mm -hmm. it was he was hard to understand as far as i remember like like i remember the way that he used the joystick was like this Right, kind of like the T Rex claw yeah. style. Yeah, but like he was sufficient in it. I mean, he was born that way, and he mm -hmm. was like forty or one hundred. I don't know. So this is three the, years old. This is the sole experience the guy's ever known. Yeah, this is all he's ever known. Exactly, and he's literally just developed all the things that he needed to, mm -hmm. all the skills that he needed to navigate his daily life. But yeah, so like, so I but, think at that point he didn't necessarily need the help, but it was his way of accepting the support from his like church family yeah right like he had a cat whose name was how are you gonna scoop a litter box <laughs> with the well he did and... have uh a nurse that came Regular. in every day or okay what's it wasn't margaret what's the other name that's just margaret basically aggie nope it's the same, like if your mom has two daughters, one of your one of you is going to be named Margaret. What's the other one going to be named? I fucking say Susan. You're white. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that's so fucking. No, it was something else. Diane. No, something else. That's closer, but it's not that. Either way, he like had a cat and like. 
he took care of that cat and that was his best friend like he was a great guy but like yeah I, I say all that to say like I was a I was a did I say best man mm-hmm. earlier I meant ring bearer I was ring bearer in a wedding between a black guy and this white woman and I didn't realize he was like different until like fucking 12 like years later yeah yeah when I saw pictures of him, like we'd go over to their house, so and it play literally Nintendo. took the inclusion of a machine and also the lack of regular speech for you to realize that that person was just different. Well, it took years of hearing people tell me differences between people and shit, and stereotypes and shit, and then a picture of me noticing, oh, he's one of those people that other people are telling me are different like i never like if somebody were to say what color was his skin i would say it was darker than mine at that point but i would never have said anything other than that like i didn't know black people were was a, thing. a term yeah i just thought oh, you know there's brown or something some people are tanner than others i never ever thought that like black people were a thing like i never even thought that that was like a thing until you know years later but uh like then but the one thing i do know is i went this guy's fucked up <laughs> with, the, with the special needs guy <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh this guy's weird which is horrible but that does tell you like everybody is a person yeah and we understand First, yeah when something's actually wrong versus when something's not wrong like when people, people when people manufacture the issues versus versus exactly. when like Mother exactly. Nature has created an issue for this person to exactly. have to tackle. Yeah, uh, I get that. that. Thank you for putting my word into something that made sense and didn't sound like something fucking horrible. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, like, I, I totally get that. It, it, the innocence of a child is so telling mm-hmm. on how people actually are versus how people make each other. Yeah, yeah, that's entirely accurate. So, I get that. That's good. That's a, that's a good representation of the fact that I think a lot of hatred and stuff was learned. Um, I don't have a good segue for this, but this needs to show up in this episode because I'm fucking amped about it and no one else seems to give a crap or everybody is always known and they secretly hate me in some secret group um, and just refuse to tell me about this. I'm excited. To have you ever heard of fucking stadium super trucks? Yes. <laughs> so... So you remember when you got those little fucking Hot Wheels toys? Yeah. Stop. And they have those fucking ramps. Yeah. And you got to like fucking grab your car and you fucking run it down it and jump it over something fucking cool and you slam it down and you're like racing your friends with like your hand car. Don't tell me it's real. It's fucking real. No shit. It's not a loop de loop ramp, but there's literally like a NASCAR style event that's limited to either 14 laps or 20 minutes. So your attention span is always going to be locked in and fucking engaged. And it's literally trucks that jump ramps in the middle of a fucking race. Stadium super trucks. That was when it hit me. Australia is the most American fucking country in the oh, world. Yes. Not fucking yeah, right no, I now. Knew this. It's like kind of like NASCAR, but with trucks and there's ramps and, and there's shit. fucking ramps in the yeah. middle of the no, fucking I did, track. I did see about this. That shit's a badass. That's the most American fucking thing ever. And it's not no 500 lap bullshit that America has with their fucking regular ass oval track. No, there are turns, there are fucking jumps, it's fucking pickup trucks. This is the most American badass version of racing. 
Well, this says and it's, it's limited to 20 minutes or 14 laps, whichever you hit first. This is an American and Australian. It better be fucking American, but I bet Australia does it better because the shit I was watching was fucking Perth. Perth, Australia. They had their shit together. They made the most badass racing event that I'd ever seen in my life. I could literally sit down for my lunch break and watch a full race. That's how racing's meant to fucking be. That is the coolest shit I've ever. I've known about this since they were speed, energy, off-road, fucking formula, whatever they were called. And you never fucking told me about it because you hate me. It's literally, the term was called NAS truck. No, I've seen I've seen NASCAR truck racing. That's stupid. There's no fucking ramps in it. There's no beefed up off-road suspension. That's just a fucking oval track, but they're know. using when trucks. I, my grandpa, it's funny that my grandpa, you know, loved being a stereotype because when he lived in a trailer he, all that he seemed to care about was nascar and then when he bought a double wide which is his prefab home that he's dead now but <laughs> the one that my grandma lives in they only seem to care about college football now but like yeah like we had fucking toy nascars and shit like that when we were little because of my grandfather like i knew about this shit for a long time i just never cared about cars until like two or three years ago it's fair but can we agree that that's the most American version of racing that's ever existed? Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. That's badass. That shit's but, fucking cool. But if you look at them, like, I looked them up and I'm like, oh, these are just pre-runners on pavement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking go off-road in the middle of their races because they're trucks. Yes. They the The road is a suggestion. The road doesn't mean shit. They don't get penalized for that. The only thing they get penalized for is missing a fucking ramp. Because they want to fucking hit those ramps because that the spectators need to see it. It's fucking badass. It's basically dirt bike racing, but with trucks. Welcome exactly. back to the yeah, fucking being a child We should in go to one if there's one close the to us. It was so depressing to find out that Australia nailed America better than America. It didn't start in Australia. I don't know if that's true. I can't trust anything anymore. The fucking Holden Monaro is a V8 sedan. The Chevy that SS? That is stick shift. It's a Chevy SS before it became the Chevy SS. One uh, of the most badass... Wrong, 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 wrong. Go on. Chevrolet designed the Holden Monaro as the Chevy SS because they own Holden. So they didn't name it the Chevy SS. It's all <laughs> Chevy. Chevy invented... It was GM... You slut. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> and Holden created the car and it got rebadged for America. When? Compared to when the Monero came out. Was it at the same time? Just a hint. The answer is yes. Whatever. The dev teams got so, their shit. The dev teams got their shit fucking robbed. So was I wrong or was I better than you? So Australia is more fucking America than America. Oh, don't get me wrong. I rest rather, my case. I want to move to Australia right now. I fucking like, found out that Utes exist. A Ute is like the old badass fucking, uh, com- what is it? The Chevrolet. Ranchero? No, no, that's <laughs> the Ford. Ford Ranchero? Uh, Chevrolet's the version. Yeah, the El Camino. Ow, I just fucking... So imagine a modern day El Camino. No. It's a, it's a car no. with a pickup bed. Yeah, yes. I, I don't imagine know. a Subaru Outback. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a modern, high horsepower, 
fucking car truck that you can just take on a fishing trip to a weird ass trail and not worry about getting stuck too bad. Well, Holden doesn't exist anymore, but yeah, they got dissolved with like Saturn and Pontiac and all that other fun stuff. But still, yeah, my no. my, my point stands is that Australia is more fucking American than America. And that makes me so mad. You get when you're just an island of criminals. (laughs) (laughs) The American spirit? Fucking freedom? Incarceration is the true path to freedom? Like, we're both islands of... Like, America and Australia are just both islands of fucking British rebels. We're both British rebels. That's all we are. One of us just has a better accent than the other. Hint, it's It's not not the Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Like, when people talk about accents and, like, girls will go, like, Harry Styles is fucking British accent or whatever. You know, like, people find accents attractive. The only accent that I find, like, I was like, oh, that's kind of hot, is the Australian accent. See, mine is, like, the Hispanic accent. Like, Cuban. That just scares me. If there's, a level talking, of, there's a level of violence with any yeah, Latino accent. Yeah. yeah. Any <laughs> South like, American like Central to South American <laughs> accent scares me because I'm like, especially from a lady, like, like I'm, I'm probably like, about to get cut. I'm gonna fucking cause it, as the sentence <laughs> progresses, so does the fucking aggression of the fucking accent. Yeah, like, it's like a soft start, Russian. Like, or, or not it's like a soft Russian or a very soft German. Like, here, put it this way. You start a sentence by going Repetition is the la 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 la. la, 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 la. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking V8 engine. <laughs> like they the start by saying in. just regular R's <laughs> and they end with turning over a V12. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love it. I do too, man. Especially when they whisper that in your ear. But what do you know? I know a lot of things. That's a very open question. Please specify. Uh, I just that's that was the point. It was open. Okay. Like my another beer. No, we are out. <laughs> I have whiskey. Do you want whiskey? <laughs> yeah, I we, gotta I gotta drive home. Yeah, I was about to say I'm not even participating <laughs> whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, we're like thirty minutes past our airtime, so we're gonna have to cut it off shit. Pretty short, um, Conversation anyhow. Well, I, but I just needed to make sure that we squeezed in the fucking triumph of Australia. Um, <laughs> their shit's badass. I encourage you to look up Stadium Super Trucks. It will check off so many fucking boxes. No one likes NASCAR, and I'm gonna be the brave person to admit it. NASCAR is boring. And, and Dude, I want to end on one thing: the difference between a hoe and a whore. <laughs> Show notes. Let's start <clears throat> If you are called a whore versus being called a hoe, whore is a compliment. Because being a, or sorry, whore is a compliment. Is that what I just said? That's exactly what I said previously. Because being a whore is a profession. Being a hoe is recreation. Exactly. Listeners, this has been the Chill Prism Podcast. I uh, hope that you like, comment, subscribe participate in any capacity that you see fit and then even a couple beyond that i want you to get inappropriate with your engagement with our community listener this one's for you also australia is just america on math and welcome uh, to the dick show
Love you guys. I love you. Bye.